Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Teachable Tuesday, and it is the day where we talk about all things business. And today I have one of my most favorite words and topics that I love talking about so much, and that is servitude. And um, just to make sure that you know exactly what we are talking about, it is the word servitude, S-E-R-V-A-N-T-U-D-E, servant. To be a, to have a servant mindset, to have a servant's heart, and to serve others is pretty much um, the bottom line. But I want to teach you and, and really talk to you today about how we apply that servitude um, mindset into our businesses. How do we incorporate that? And, you know, when we see the word servant alone, a lot of times it, it makes you think about someone who is in a lower class or a lower status of um, always being the one to serve others, right? We um, There is a job to be a servant in a home or a servant in a palace. And that type of uh, position is looked down upon as you are doing for me what it is that I need you to do. And you need to do it the way that I want you to do it. But when we talk about leadership, when we talk about in that position of leadership, having that servitude mindset, being a servant to your people, it's completely different. So we are now entering into a place of looking at our team and looking at the people who work for us and saying, what can I do for you? How can I help you? How can I train you? What are some ways that we can coach differently? What is a different way that I can show you what it is that needs to be done? I want to see you grow. I want to see you succeed because every time that you grow and succeed, you are helping my business to grow and succeed. But that is not the main focus. It's not the main point. It's to make sure that there is some type of connection between you and I and how can I serve you? How can I help you reach that point? So you don't usually see the word leader and servant together in the same sentence. You don't see those words um, relating to one another, but they do, and we've missed that. We've forgotten that those two words are exactly the same position, exactly the same place, and exactly the same opportunity to do something great within your business and experience growth and success. So let me back up just a little bit. Um, one of the things that we always focus on, well, I'm not going to say one of the things. I, I want to just break it down for you. The majority of what we um, like to impart and to teach you know, to those that are listening is um, our main focus in business coaching is looking at the leadership that we can give to others, relationship, uh, the law of influence. We're going to talk a little bit about that today as well. Um, dimensions, the different dimensions of your employees and and where they are in your business. Um, we talk a lot about time, intention, and season. Those three words are so important because there is so much more to that person that works for you. There is a time and a season for for where they are at with you in your business, and there is an intention that needs to be established or needs to be reached or needs to be understood. There's an intention that needs to be birthed out of these employees, out of your team, so that they they have that intention when they come in of wanting to do great, wanting to help you grow because you're helping them grow. 
you'll hear me talk a lot about growth and growing. Um, that's just one of my second loves is, is gardening and understanding how plants grow and the things that are necessary and needed um, for them to be healthy and to thrive and to produce. And so we apply a lot of that into these uh, business principles that we have as well. You know, in that, in understanding that growth is very important. Growth needs to be one of the foundations of your business. Um, another topic that we cover all the time is Love Connects, which is one of our brands. Um, but the meaning behind it is simply this. Love Connects means to take pleasure and thrive in establishing relationship and communication, giving you the ability to link together on the things that matter most. And that's talking about you and your teams and those that you have that surround you on a daily basis. It's giving you the ability to link together with them on what matters most. And that is your vision. And that is also their vision. It is not just about the vision of your company. It's about knowing who they are, knowing your team and the visions and the dreams that they have as well and how you can implement those dreams and those visions into their daily purpose within your company. And when it's time for them to move on because their season is up, then they are prepared to go and you are prepared to fill that space. But the time that they were there was not wasted. It wasn't a moment of... um Having someone like uh, someone like a, a bump on a log, you know, they were just there, but nothing got done. Nothing happened, but there was great growth and they were ready to transition into that new season. And you were ready to bring in uh, someone new to fill that position and start all over again. That is our job. A couple of other things that we cover is how seeing value will increase value. And once again, that goes back to knowing the people that that are partnered with you. Respect, trust, these are all big things that that we cover consistently. But because it is so important and it is so lost in a moment's time when we get so consumed with our business and everything that is happening and the things that need to get done and the priorities and the expectations, we forget about the most simple parts that can really launch our business within that day to the place where it needs to be just by remembering the respect and the trust and seeing that value in your people, um, knowing what it means to influence them. So let's go ahead and get into that part because that's very important. So I've talked about this before, but there is a huge difference between the word influence and convince. And um, this is going to tie into the servitude because when you talk about influence, and, and let me back up for a minute because... I used to use these words interchangeably. I mean, I just would use them for the same reason, not understanding that they had a completely different meaning. And, and we kind of just overlook that because it's, it's not a big deal, right? But the definitions of words are very important, especially when you are working with a team. And so um, to influence, influence means to the power to cause changes without directly forcing them to happen. Um, it's, it's that moment of where you you can speak something to your team or to someone who you may be working with or training or coaching, and you're able to relay to them, you know, that thing that needs to be done, the importance in it, um, why it's part of your vision, why it is a priority, and they're able to understand 
what that means to you. They're able to really stop and think and say, okay, I have an understanding of what the vision is and it aligns with maybe, you know, my feelings of how this is done or how to accomplish that. And I see something great in it. And so, um, I'm going to go ahead and work towards making sure that I, I fulfill whatever the vision is of this company. On the other hand, you have the word convince and a lot of people, um, and, and I want to say a lot of leaders operate in this way and they may not even realize it sometimes, but convincing is really just over, you're overpowering your team, you know, within, through an argument, um, you're trying to overcome, you're trying to just force them to do something against their will. You're forcing them to do something without them understanding why that thing is a priority or why it's so important. And it's, it's like that, um, parent that says, just do it because I told you so. And you have the kid that says, but why, you know, we get so frustrated at the child that questions the parent, but there's, there's a disconnect. The understanding is not there of why that is so important. And so as parents, we say, listen, this is what is important. This is why it is important. This is why I need you to do this. This is how it's going to help you. You know, there is an understanding that is created. It's not you shrinking back and, and giving into that child, but you're setting a standard, but you're giving them a reason and an understanding of why that is a standard. And so we don't want to convince our employees. We don't want to force them to do things. We don't want to... Um, do it, you know, in a, in a position where we're trying to overpower them and flex our muscles and show who is the leader, but we want to be able to influence them, influence them in a positive way and, and really just express, you know, our passion, our love, our purpose, our vision for our company so that they can also maybe at some point experience that same passion and that love for what they do. We hear stories of people that have been with companies for years. And, um, and, and I, I really have to focus on the educators because we worked in that, in that arena for so long. And I was a teacher myself, but the majority of teachers, they are there because they have such a passion and a love for what they do in teaching children pouring their heart out, not only educating those children, but just being a support to them and being that, um, that extra love, you know, that uplifting daily, that encouragement, um, that push to do greater things, to be better at what they do. And so they love their job. It's not even like a job to them. And then there are moments where if you have just that one administrator who is just so, um, in a mode of pressing rules and regulations and certain ways of doing things. And the teachers are not free to teach the way that they know or the way that they know their, their students or children learn. Um, it becomes overwhelming. It becomes overbearing. And so there's this frustration of, I love doing this, but I'm not happy. You know, I, I don't want to leave this position, but I feel like I have no choice. This can happen in any industry, whether you're teaching, um, you're working for a retailer, you're in hospitality, you, um, are working for a bank. It doesn't matter what the industry is. When you have a leader who understands how to serve their people, then you have an atmosphere and a team of people who want to be there. So getting back to the word servitude, um, it simply means 
having an attitude of a heart that is willing to serve. Um, I have experienced some really great managers and supervisors and business owners in my life that um, it didn't bother them to get on the get out on the floor and serve their people. It was the first thing they did. And it wasn't in a sense of walking out and saying, you're not doing that right. Here, give it to me. It was more of a, okay, hold on. You're doing a great job, but if we can do it this way, it might work a little better. And so let me show you. And so that is one of the examples of what having a servant's heart in leadership is like. It's also caring for the people that are with you. It's understanding, you know, who they are and knowing what it is that they need, um, fulfilling those needs. And this is talking about the simple, basic needs of feeling appreciated, um, feeling like they are doing a good job, feeling like they have room for growth. Um, I, I always try to encourage business owners that I meet that it really takes 10 to 15 minutes every morning to walk your floor or to walk your office building or walk through every single office and say good morning, to greet your people with a smile and tell them, you know, keep doing a great job. Um, I appreciate your help. You know, let's, let's rock this day. Let's do the best that we can. If you need any help, you can come and get me. Um, if you don't understand anything, you know, don't forget to ask your, your management, your supervisors. Um, but you can always come to me as well. It's having that open door, not necessarily, you know, so that you can be bogged down with people running to you all day long, but them just having an understanding and knowing that you are available. You'll be surprised. They don't come to you as often, but they know that they can come to you. They know that that is an option and that's all it takes. And so now you've created an atmosphere where people want to be there because they know that you are willing to serve them, not in a sense of bowing down to them, but you are there to help them and to be a part of what it is that they're doing. Because guess what? It's your vision. It's not their vision. And although we want them to understand and we want them to take part and really fall in love with what it is that we do, like we do it, because nobody's going to love your baby the way that you do, right? But because we want them to experience that, we have to remember it's not their baby. It's not their vision. It's yours. And so the passion and the love that you show for what it is that you have created, they can see that. And when you don't take the time to engage with the people that you trust to build your company, they see that as well. And so I want to just go ahead and um, end with this. There's so many different directions we can go with this topic. And, and I'd love to hear, you know, your thoughts on servitude um, and just being a servant in leadership. But here's one thing that I have noticed as well, because I can pull out all the positives, but we also learn from the negatives. And the majority of leaders that fail are the ones who don't understand how to serve. And I'll give you an example. If you are working in a company and someone has been promoted as your manager or as your supervisor, and you are now working under this person, they have been promoted for a reason, whatever reason it is. Um, maybe they do the job really well. Maybe they have an understanding of how to do that job. Um, talking about the logistics part of it, right? How to run the office maybe, or how to um, 
complete the paperwork that needs to be done or input the numbers that need to be recorded. They may have that book smart. They may know, you know, the ins and outs of the technical part of the business. But the way that they communicate and the relationship that they have with the people that have been entrusted to them, you know, that are operating, working underneath their title, um, if they don't know how to communicate with them, they get frustrated. I worked under several people like that that just didn't know how to respond. They didn't know how to relate. If I asked a question, you know, just out of curiosity, why are we doing it this way or can we possibly try this way? Um, that's just my brain create, you know, creative thinker. I'm always trying to figure out maybe easier ways to do things. And, and I'm, it's okay if somebody tells me, no, we can't do it that way because there's a set standard or whatever, but I'm still going to come up with ideas. And so when I would have ideas or I would have questions or I would be curious about why certain things were done a certain way, um, the defense came up those walls would come up and they would get upset with me or they would get frustrated or they would walk away shaking their head and, and never give me an answer. And so when we have those situations, that's where you have conflict that gets stirred up within your organization. Um, and once again, I'm the type of person I'll go directly to the person that I had an issue with or a question with, um, I've never been one to go over their head and to run to uh, upper management, but a lot of people do because they don't know how to operate and communicate with that person because the person has already shut down. They've already put up those barriers and there's no breaking through. And so um, there's that disconnect. They don't know how to serve the people. They have been given a position and it is a leadership position And immediately it is a do as I say, just do what I tell you to do and don't ask questions. And we forget that it's okay to ask questions. It's okay because in your position as a leader, you should have an answer to come back and say, well, we do it this way because um, that's the way corporate needs it done or because this seems to work the best. Or maybe if you have a suggestion, I can present it to somebody else. But for right now, we need to continue to do it this way. We can communicate with our people. We can understand that they are, they are just thinking out of curiosity or they may just have an idea. They're not trying to buck up against you. And so knowing how to serve your people, you should know and have a heart and be willing to explain to them the vision and the purpose and the protocols and maybe the rules of whatever it is that you have committed to as a leader. And this is what creates a breakdown within your organization, within these teams. And you have so much conflict that they cannot operate in their position and their um, job description. They can't complete the tasks to the highest of standards of what you expect them to because they're too busy being frustrated with one another. When all we needed was that servant leadership and that willingness to train, to coach, to teach whenever there was an opportunity. That is our job as leaders. We have been given a position to lead in training and coaching and supporting and most importantly, encouraging. And we've forgotten how to do that. You guys, servitude and servant heart is so, so close to my heart. 
And that, I believe that's the reason why I love customer service so much as well. And a lot of people say that it has, to, it takes a very special person to know how to treat the customers. And it takes a very special person to know how to serve. It takes a very special person to know how to clean, you know, all those things that we don't want to have to do. Oh, it takes a special person to have to do that. But guess what? We can do it. If we only understand the importance in it, of it, and understand the difference that it will make in knowing that the people we are serving, um, that should be the goal the gift, the prize, whatever you want to call it, that we receive their joy, their happiness, their content, their um, love of the company and the product and the service, just because we understood them. And because we came at them with the servant's heart of saying, what can I do for you today? And the last thing, I know I said the last thing was the last thing, but you know, <laughs> this is why we have a podcast because I love to talk. But the last thing that came to my mind right now is whenever I talk to people about networking and going in and promoting our business, you're taking that servant's heart with you into those networking um, opportunities and events as well. Because that, those are the first questions that you ask is what can I do to help you? How can I serve you? It's not about gaining a client. It's about building a relationship because those relationships may turn into clients later or those relationships, even if they don't need your service, will turn into a referral later. But what matters most is how you treated them from the beginning. What matters most is not being able to give, I'm not being afraid to give away value, not being afraid to share the things that you know, share the things that have helped you, um, give the value in the resources, give the value in the connections, in the um, suggestions, in sharing the different events that you go to that might be beneficial to them, um, thinking about someone that might be able to help them. It's not about you. It's about them. That's what our businesses look like when we have a servant's heart. And so I want to leave you with that today. But if you have any thoughts on this, please share them with me because I love the discussions. I love hearing where your heart is. And I hope that this has helped you in some way to really start to think about your position as a leader and how much more you can give to your your teams, your employees, your management, the people that you have under you in leadership positions, and your customers. It is so important that we remember to serve others. And so that is it for me today, you guys. Thank you again for joining me on the Expressions of Destiny podcast, and I will talk to you next week. God bless.